Yo, thank you for joining the show. This is your host, JB. We have a lot of things here for you. And I know I've been promoting and doing a lot of talking about this show. So, for everybody who's been wondering what this show is all about, here it is. It is exactly as the title, though. A Man's View Podcast. It's a podcast about a man's view of life. If you don't like it, hey, don't subscribe. If you like it, hit the subscribe button. But this is what everything is going to be about. And let's get it started right there. First off, ladies, this show is directed to you guys. Not trying to bash you or say anything negative. Again, this is just a man's view. You ladies are awesome. You're beautiful. Queens. Goddesses. Understand why I say that. I say that because as a man... There's things that women do that men would never be able to do. A lot of men have a lot of selfish traits. I've seen women give up their last dollar for their boyfriend. I've had it happen to me. Women have given me their last. And my selfish ass would not do the same. I felt like I would need to smoke or I would need to drink or something later down the line or a day or two down the line so I would not give my last because of that that's selfish it's wrong by the way when you're in a relationship it's not just you it's you and your significant other so if you have a dollar your significant other also has a dollar it's whoever needs the shit but if your significant other if you haven't a plan to go buy a uh, a black or go buy some string or rubber bands for a dollar and your significant other says hey I'm a dollar short for for lunch give them your dollar because what you spending that dollar on is less important than making sure your significant other is able to eat and be okay with their food in life period it doesn't matter stop the selfishness Help people. Help your significant other. And I think that's the problem with so many relationships. We don't know how to be each other's strengths to the other's weaknesses. And I I say that, but I know I've lost some people. But let's say if my strength is a thinker, creativity, um... And my partner isn't good with creativity or financials or handling bills, but I am, then that's my job in that relationship. Handle the bills, handle the finances. Because my partner doesn't get that aspect or isn't strong in that aspect, but I am. And it goes both ways. Okay? So we have to remember that. You have to do for your partner where they're weak. You have to be strong for your partner when they're weak. 
so that they're strong for you when you are weak. That's going to go over so many people's heads. And I pray y'all play this back so that y'all can understand this a little bit more. If I'm not, if you don't understand it the first time, even if you do, hell, play this back again because it's the first episode and why not, why not uh, share this with a friend, right? So now what we're going to move into, we're getting out of the whole sharing and selfishness stage, selfishness stage. But what I want to talk about now is being wrong in a relationship. I told you ladies, I'm coming, I'm coming, but see, here's the problem. This isn't just about the ladies. It's the men too, who do this. We sit here and play the blame game. We go, as my son's mom said, we go tit for tat with each other. And that's wrong because what did we learn as a child? That two wrongs don't make a right, correct? So if I go cheat and you go cheat, who is the bigger person? Now we both hurt because I'm mad that you cheated and you mad because I cheated. And instead of that being the equal and saying, okay, let's just stop right here and be together for each other. Nope. After the man cheats, the woman cheats. After the woman cheats, the man now feels slated and needs to do something about it. So either he's going to go cheat or he's going to start entertaining other women as well. And that's why I say if you're wrong, be wrong. Accept your wrong. Accept responsibility for your wrong. Never sit here and continue continuously play the blame game in your relationship. Again, two wrongs is not going to make it right. So sitting here telling here, oh, well, if you wouldn't have done this, then, you know, I wouldn't have did this. And if it goes both ways, because they'll say the same thing. Well, if you wouldn't have did that, then I wouldn't have did this. Again, that's wrong. You can't say that, you know, it's okay, I forgive you, and then you still go off and do something wrong. You didn't forgive me. You just made me feel like everything was okay so I could put my guard down so that you can go cheat. Or you can go entertain other men or other women. Again, I'm just speaking on relationships. This isn't directed to bash or anything like that. Just speaking. But... Wrong is going to be wrong no matter how you look at it. But if we're both doing wrong to each other, how are we healing? How are we bettering our relationship? If anything, we're making that solid foundation more rocky or wavy now, more bumpy because we keep hurting each other. It's hard to fall back into a good spot when all you're doing is hurting each other. You're going to have one who may say, okay, I'm tired of this. Let me start doing this now the right way. But by that time, the other person is still caught up in what you've done wrong, that even when you're doing right, they're still looking at it like, well, why is he doing this? Or why is she doing this stuff now? Like, what's going on? Is, Is she still cheating? She's still talking to other men? 
And from the woman, they gonna look at it. At, well, why is he being so nice all of a sudden? What woman is he talking to? What woman is entertaining him at work? You become sneaky because the trust from has has the trust that was once there has been replaced with doubt because of your cheating. So you can be texting your best friend, but you're being sneaky because you're laying down and they can't see your phone. You constantly lock your phone when you leave as a just a force of habit. Everybody locks their phone because you deal with it at work all day. You don't want to leave your phone behind. Somebody picks it up. Now you've lost all your photos, contacts and every other important thing that's in your phone. We got to stop, man. We have to stop, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing's going to get better. We're never going to have these 20, 30, 40 year marriages because we're all too fucking weak to deal with the good, the bad and the ugly in a relationship. We can ask some of these couples and marriages that have lasted 30, 40 years how they did it. And they will tell you. You have to find somebody to love you have I'm sorry. You have to find somebody worth loving through all of the bullshit. No relationship is perfect. <clears throat> no relationship is going to be perfect. You have to understand mistakes are going to be made. People are going to get mad. And things aren't going to always happen the way that we think or feel that they should happen. So what do we do? How do we get around it? How, how, how do we make this work? How, how do we have these 20, 30 year relationships come back? It starts as children. You have to first want to break that broken home cycle that we all majority of my generation has had. See, the generation before me, it was almost rare to have a broken home unless Papa was a rolling stone. That was like the only way. Like my mom and them, it was hard to say, I don't have both parents in my house. Unless Papa was a rolling stone. Because wherever he lays his hat is going to be his home. So, no real home there. But, with my generation, I'm looking at about 25 to 30, I should say. But with us, we have to understand it starts with us breaking the cycle. Finding somebody that to love that's worth going through the bullshit with. And then you build from there. That doesn't mean take them through bullshit. That doesn't mean. Well, yeah, it does mean take. You're going to have to handle that. <laughs> if you really love somebody You have to find a way to compromise And endure through all of the bullshit That you're going to go through No relationship is going to be perfect I promise you this It may start off good during the conversation stage The meeting stage Getting to know you stage It's always going to be good Because you don't know this person You're getting to know somebody new So everything sounds good to you But once you really get in that relationship That's where it starts can you handle the relationship bullshit? 
the different women or men that are going to come, the comments, the, the, the inbox messages, the DMs. Can you handle that? If your man goes and cheat, will you leave him or will you say, hey, you made a mistake. Don't do it again. Most women in my generation are going to leave the first time. I'm not saying there aren't any women who will stay. What I'm saying is most generate most women in my generation. We're talking 25 to 30, if not 18 to 30. They're going to leave when someone cheats the first time. Again, not saying that it's right. Just saying that we have to fight for love. We have to fight for these 20, 30, 40 year marriages that we want. You have to understand things are not going to be easy. But what makes it worthwhile is knowing that you have somebody beside you that's going to fight with you. That's to me is what makes love incredible. When you have somebody who feels the exact same way as you and willing to fight for you the way you would want somebody to fight for you. You have to reciprocate these same things reciprocate these same things so if your significant other is doing it this way you need to do it the same way if not better for them those are facts ladies and gentlemen there's no such thing as a one way relationship if a man or a woman is down or down on their luck that's where love strengthens that relationship. Because if you can hold this person down while they're down on their luck, their loyalty for you goes up. Instead of just leaving because love doesn't pay the bills, you hold in there, you hang in there, you make it work. Because you know bad luck turns around. Tables always turn. Doesn't matter what somebody's going through. They could be jobless, broke, whatever. Things are going to change for them. If you leave them during this process, it makes you look bad. It makes you look weak because you weren't strong enough to ride through this until things turned around. Because see, with love, it'll let you know. Hey, this is this is temporary. Love and loyalty are one and the same. But there's no loyalty in love anymore. So we can love people, but good or bad, right or wrong. Depending on that situation, that loyalty goes out the window. Your best friend can do things wrong to you or say wrong things to you all the time, but you'll forgive your best friend. But your significant other does the same shit and it's, oh, you got to go. I'm not dealing with this. I just got done dealing with them. I'm not dealing with this again. No, you got, you can't do that. 
you have to fight, man. You got to understand that things are going to get better. Everything is temporary. And for the most part, the best part, I should say, if you hold somebody down during their bad times, their loyalty for you goes up. Their love for you goes up. So if they end up leaving you when they get on their feet, they're the dumbasses. They don't deserve you. Don't don't feel bad for loving because that's what we're supposed to do as humans. We're supposed to love. So don't feel bad for doing what you're supposed to do as a human. Actually smile. Look at it as God removing somebody who doesn't deserve you. Versus you having to continuously hurt because you're willing to go out of your way for this person and at the end of the day they gave you the ass to kiss. Laugh that off. Smile at that. Thank God they gave you the ass to kiss. Because now if they try to come back humbly give them your ass to kiss. Nope can't come back now it's just funny when when i was down on my luck you didn't want me now things are turning around and you're here it's funny <laughs> so i'm gonna end it on that we're getting a little uh close to the time mark we're over the 15 minute mark that i wanted to do um so we're gonna try to keep it between 15 20 minutes each week shout out to our sponsors genius credit solutions you can find them on facebook uh, they fix credit for $60 a month. No sign-up fees, just $60 a month, and you get your credit uh, your credit, your credit fixed, and they will boost your credit score as well. Understand, ladies and gentlemen, when dealing with credit counseling companies, some people are in there for the money, and some people don't care about your credit at all. You have to remember that when dealing with businesses in general. Some people just want your money. Some people actually care for you. Genius Credit Solutions actually cares. They're not charging $99 to get started and then $50, $60, $80 a month. No, they're not charging $249 to get started and then $60 a month, $80 a month. No. $60 to get started covers your first month, first round of letters, your 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 credit uh portfolio and they do a credit analysis and pull your credit reports for you sixty dollars is all that takes tax season is coming up ladies and gentlemen genius credit solutions where they have personalized credit solutions now that's genius y'all enjoy your day again i'm jb you can find me on Instagram at I'm JB. You can also find the uh, podcast page at Man's View Podcast or A Man's View Podcast. I do thank y'all for listening. Y'all enjoy your weekends. Hey, and love somebody. Smile, damn it. <laughs> enjoy yourself, man.